Hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers. Welcome back to my Welcome back to the Pro Wrestling Fun Vlog Podcast. This is episode number seven and I just realized I didn't made a huge mistake on um when I went to record this and didn't realize that Episode 7 was going to land on the 4th episode, because I don't know how that happened, but apparently I didn't make sure there was a new episode. So, hello everybody, welcome to episode number 7 of the Pro Wrestling Fan Blog Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about some, or today or tonight, or whatever you're listening to, um, we're going to be talking about something that really made me very much upset about and that is the situation with Naomi and her husband Jimmy Uso. Oh. And if you guys didn't know, Naomi um deactivated her Twitter account. I found out when Mia Yim uh ended up tweeting at her and her and when I went to tap her handle was in fact gone. And it turns out she deactivated her uh, Twitter account. And the reason why was um, I find out there were some people who were being harsh to her. And it, and it was apparently somebody on Twitter who was responding to, uh, to somebody's question, want to know what happened with her. They sh- shared a screenshot and of this Twitter user who says, Oh, yeah, like, Naomi is a bad influence into Jimmy Uso. And I'm like, what? Wait a moment. How can somebody be a bad influence? Like, you, unless you have so much evidence that you were there and proof by, like, recording this... You're nothing more than a complete liar here. And this is why everybody's, nearly almost everybody in the pro wrestling community is going to end up not liking you. So, what happened? Well, oh, I saw that somebody, I mean, I saw that person tweeted it and they ended up saving it as a pin. I'm like, what is wrong with you, you freak? And of course, they were also responding to somebody else who says that they were glad that Naomi was off social media and then she should, well, delete herself. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Of course, they said it like mentioning, I guess you can say a racist thing about her. And even though that's entirely not true about Naomi, but they were but um they were it was just awful for them to say and i'm like yeah i'm not going to relive that hanakamura situation all over again it really made me upset and made tapa very upset and sad and nearly the wrestlers were kind of concerned about her and you know and it was so awful and you know if you guys don't know about the hanakamura situation what happened was sometime last year, um, it was really, really very upsetting to, not just to me, but it was very upsetting to, uh, to, uh, to, to Tapla. Um, 
And what happened was, um, there, Tafla was calling out, out some Twitter users who went after Hannah Kimura. And the reason why they went after Hannah Kimura was, has to do with her appearance on a reality show that ended up, ended up canceling the show altogether. And what happened was, um, there was, what happened was, it was recorded, there was a scene that was recorded, I guess, in December of 2019, and it aired sometime around last year. And what happened was, Hannah Kimura was trying to do, no, not trying, she was doing her laundry, and what happened was, a, um, a housemate, a, um, of this kind of reality TV show, ended up accidentally, um, putting his clothes in the laundry where Hannah had her ring gear. Now, the ring gear was for her to wear in January last year because she and some of the stardom wrestlers were going to actually kick, were part of a dark uh, match for New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, Wrestle Kingdom event. And that was, I guess you can say, it was a... <coughs> And it was a good thing for these uh, female wrestlers because they need, you know, to see more often. But when that episode aired, a lot of the fans of that show went completely crazy. Not a lot, I should say. There was some who went completely crazy. And they said very mean things just because she was upset at with her, with her housemate. And in fact... The only thing I think she did was she just, you know, got, you know, knocked his, I think he had a hat on and she knocked it off. Tell me, why should somebody be bullied and off of social media and delete themselves just because she hits somebody, she hits the hat of somebody just because she was upset with this, with this housemate because he put his clothes is in the in the laundry where Hannah was washing her ring gear that she was gonna wear at Wrestle Kingdom. <sighs> Nobody knows. And because of that, for those who were very, very rude to her not only because she ended up she ended up upon self deletion not only because she, not only because she was gone not just and it would not just make Tapla very upset and sad but the wrestlers who had no heart and upon top of that Hanekamura's mother there, who was happily remarried, and now she has nobody left to leave her continue her legacy. 
a, and I'm very much upset and heartbroken that some people, no, some Twitter users thinks it was a right thing to bully and harass somebody. Hey, when the fact is, they didn't do nothing. What happened was Hannah did nothing wrong. She was just upset at, and apparently, I don't know if. That housemate apologize, he's, he's, or anything, and that's and that should never happen. Nobody should be angry at nobody should be angry at somebody else, just because they were angry to somebody who did something wrong. Well, that's not right. And because of that, I mean, it was very it forced that. It had forced that the show had to be canceled because of what happened. And if you guys didn't know, while what happened was when Tapla, when I saw on Twitter was Tapla was calling out some of these users who her, were kind of bullying Hannah Kimura. And there were other wrestlers like, uh, I think Jordan Grace was one, probably world famous CB was another, um, they were very much concerned about Hannah, uh, and somebody must have reached out to Stardom Management, and they went to go check on her, and they found her no longer, no longer existing. And it was very upsetting. But most of all, it was very much upsetting to Taplup, because the reason why is... Ha, is it was real Tapla says that she wants to wrestle against Hannah Kimura and, and and that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to leave Thailand to go to Japan to wrestle against Hannah Kimura. Now I know what you guys are gonna say, Lindsay, how the heck do you know Tapla is a pro wrestler? Well, it was uh, it was revealed that I think it was I guess sometime around 2019, around November, Tapala revealed that she was being trained, that she was a wrestler, and she was trained by Emi Sakura, and she had kept it, it secretly on social media she, because they didn't split. Nobody knew who she was. That's until it was revealed, revealed because... um. Emma Sakura, Emma Sakura was in fact uh, closing the uh, Thailand branch of Got to Move, Move, Got to Move, and I was like, "What?" And she kept it so long. I was like, "Dang, girl!" <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so so. What I'm just saying about the situation about Naomi is that for somebody to say in social media that they that they should that saying that Naomi should delete herself, no, please, we are not going to have ourselves another Hannah Kimura situation just because you are in fact thinking, oh yeah. Let's do this because it's gonna be much of a joke. No, it's not. Seriously, I mean, it was bad enough that 
2020 was an ugly, was ugly, because we, because the pro wrestling community lost Hannah Kimura, uh, Shad Gaspard, and Danny Havoc. I will never forget it. Oh, let's well, not to mention we all there was the passing of Tracy Smothers, and Brody Lee. I mean, seriously, everybody was so upset of what happened. And nobody was going to be ever the same again. I mean, and if you guys don't know what happened, um, um, uh, Danny Havoc died. I don't know. It probably had issues with probably maybe with his heart. Shad Gasford died because of... How do I... He died by... Not really died, but he ended up drowned while he ended up rescuing his 10-year-old son, which ended up breaking my heart to hear that happen. And he died from the riptide aid. And let's see. Tracy Smothers, he was not feeling well. He was battling cancer when he passed. And as for Brody Lee, when he died the day after Christmas, um, it was really heartbreaking. And I guess it was revealed by his widow, Amanda, that was, uh, he had lung damage. It was some kind of fibrosis. And it really kind of sad and awful. But to say that somebody like Naomi should, yeah, no. No way in frutas that's going to ever happen. Anyway, right now I'm going to go into commercial break. When we return, I guess we can talk about Naomi's family. And especially her, well, I should say it's her extended family. That involves her husband, her brother-in-law, her father-in-law, and the many, and apparently the many uh, uncles, nephews, and extended families that is going to drive you insane. We'll be right back. Okay, so welcome back, everybody. Let's talk about Naomi's extended family. Since you guys didn't know that, or you do know, Naomi has been, is in fact, married in real life to Jimmy Uso of the Uso twins, or Uso brothers, whatever you want to say. Now, if you guys didn't know, the Usos are in fact, part of a huge family that is known as the Anoni family but with but a little side note is it's also extended through other family names including uh including the Eva slash Johnson family the and apparently the uh 
Jimmy Suka. <laughs> and if I know you guys are going to be questioning me and saying, that is crazy, Lindsay. Nope, it's true. So if you guys don't know about this, I will happily explain. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, the whole entire Anoni family tree has been kind of much connected with... With, uh, how do I explain this? It says, Reverend Aninti Anoni and Peter Mariva were blood brothers. A connection that is continued with Afa and Silka who regarded Peter as their uncle. Peter married Leah Futega Furtaga, who also had a daughter named Atta, whom he adopted and raised his own. Atta married wrestler Rocky Johnson, and the couple became the parents of Dwayne Johnson, who wrestles under the name The Rock and Ro Rocky Maiva and The Rock, before establishing himself as an actor. Peter's first cousin, Joseph Fanning, was the father of Selina Fanning, who, who is now known in the WWE as Nia Jax. So, if you guys are confused about this, Blood Brothers, there's, 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 and this is how it says, uh, Blood Brothers meaning is, can refer to one of the two things, a male related by birth, or two or more men, not really by birth, but who had sworn to love, loyalty to each other. This, in mother times, usually done in a ceremony known as a blood oath, where each person makes a small cut, usually on their finger, hand, or the forearm. Then the two cuts are pressed together and bound to ideal, being each person's blood now flow in the other's purposeful veins. This act carries a risk due to blood-borne diseases. As this process usually provides a participant with a heightened similar sense of attachment with the other part presented. In other words, it's what there's what this is saying is that High Chief Peter Mariva and Amandati Anoni were were much connected. Right? And Peter ended up the adopting and raising Atta, who ended up marrying Rocky Johnson, who who ended up giving birth to Dwayne Johnson, and of course Dwayne having um three girls, girls who are also considered to be much of much of the part of that family. <laughs> really. And what I mean by is, you guys don't know, since he was married to, to two different women and, and divorced one of them, turns out 
He has three girls. Simone, Aunt Jasmine, and Tiana. Uh. <laughs> also, also, uh, Also, Nia Jax, who, you know, big girl that she is, she's also considered to be part of the Anoni family. And there are others, including, like I said, the Usos. Those were part of it. It, you know, and because, not only because of the Usos, but also because, also, their father is uh, Rikishi, he, who's, who also has the last name of Fatu, who are considered to be, in fact, um, who's also, is, uh, who are related to each other, especially because, um, because Rikishi is, in fact, the late Umaga's uh, brother. There. And apparently, they, a, their, and, they, and he also has a uh, another brother named uh, Tonga Kid. And, and on top of that, their mother, who, was, who ended up marrying in... Uh, Fula Sofla Fatu, who is in fact an at an Anoni. In other words, it's in other words, uh, she's actually the sister of Afa and Sika, I believe. <laughs> yep. And if you guys didn't know, uh, Rosie, who, who was the late Rosie, who was once, uh, once had teamed up with Gregory Helms, Helms is in fact, uh, Roman Reigns' brother. Her. Her. And apparently, he also had. Apparently, they also he also had a cousin, friend, uh, Yokozuna. And I do mean this. If you guys didn't know, the late Yokozuna was in fact, uh, despite that people think he was from Japan, he isn't. It, it, the truth was, it was revealed that Yokozuna is, in fact, uh, part of the Anoni family, which make him Samoan, not Japanese. Even though this is referring to the highest rank, name was referring to the highest rank in professional sumo wrestling in Japan. And the wrestler, yep. The wrestler known as Yokozuna is in fact not Japanese, but he's in fact Simone. And 
which makes him part of the Anoni family. And of course, and of course, even though it was through marriage, <laughs> but but uh, even though he has two kids. Um, both, um, I guess I would say this, that, uh, I think, I believe both, both, uh, Tamina Sluka and, uh, <laughs> and the wrestler known as Deuce, because I know they're both brother and sister, are also part of the, I believe, part of the Anoni family. I'm not sure. Just let me make sure. Um... Yep. Yes, it says here Serona and James Jr., which is Tamina Snuka and Deuce. Deuce. Was his wife's name was the second wife's name was Sharon. And. In. So, I don't know how that fit in, but I'm so confused about this. But yes, so in other words, they're she's the both of them were on fat part of this family as, so, so in other words, for the current family, which you where we are standing, um, those who are in Dae. Um, Rowan Reigns, the Usos, Us, and, uh, I think even Simone, um, uh, Johnson, and, and Nia Jax, and I think Tamina still is there, I'm not sure. They're all members of the Anoni family. So... Yeah, it's weird <laughs> because it's <laughs> but yeah. <sighs> and if you guys didn't know um You don't know, um, Tamina has two daughters that I have found out. 
Ugh, she is a mom. <laughs> I can't believe she came after when her brother had his run. <laughs> oh, god dang it. Yeah, we didn't know. Um, if you guys don't know about uh, Tamina's brother, you're going to love to hear this. <sighs> Tamina's brother, er, who's known, who has been, I guess you can say, is being named after, um, I guess you could say after his father. There. Uh, ended up winning the uh, the Duddy Tag Team Championships for quite a, for several months. 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 And then he, and after they disbanded, he was rebranded as Sim Snuka, and then he got released. And I was like, "Jeez!" But I remember him dressing up like as the Greasy thing, and I'm like, "Didn't realize that his father was Jimmy Snuka." Uh, and I was like, "Jeez!" <laughs> Although I would think if his father was still alive, you know, I had to say this, you know. No, he could have just made this salvation of not just having this band. They should have had a reason why it should have been disbanded. And, like, like his father came out, out and they're like, <laughs> Deuce and uh, Dama looked at each other like, what the heck? <laughs> and then they were looking at each other, and then they find out that Jimmy Snook is here, and then he just, like, trying to reason with his son. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, he had a crazy run with the, uh, tie titles, and, um, they came out in a 50s car, and I was like, yeah! It's crazy. And now, <laughs> and now I find out uh, his sister's in WWE, and I'm like, this is nice. <laughs> Although the only thing happened was, um, what was it? Oh, yeah. So if you guys didn't know, there was the movie that was based off of a documentary called Fighting With My Family. It tells the story about Paige. Where there were, even though there were things were left out. And the one part they actually left out, surprise, surprise, was in fact, um, was in fact Tamina was left out. So, I was wondering, you know, I was thinking, the Rock allowed this to happen, and he didn't realize that his realize that 
Tamina, who's part of this family that he's part of as well. I guess you could say that we're like somewhat cousins. Um, was actually there when Paige won the um, won the uh, when Paige won the uh, how do I say this? When she won the uh, when championship. Because, if you guys didn't know, she was, ended up, I think it was her, yeah. Because she was managing, uh, she was actually managing A.J. Lee. He, acting as her, uh, bodyguard. Alright, but she was more of a manager, in, in my opinion. But I was, but I just couldn't believe that it was not mentioned in that movie when I ended up finding about this. Of course, the weirdest part was um, the filming for the scene. And the reason what happened was there were some other elements were missing besides uh, Tamina was not there. there. Like, um... The way it, how both Paige and A.G. Lee were both dressed. And even though I was kind of upset who they cast to play A.G. Lee. And it turns out it's... Um... It's Thea Trinidad who is... I think she still is known as, uh... Zelina Vega in WWE. And, uh... They made her wear something that was not matching to it. And they had, well, the actress Florence Pugh, who was playing her, and her stunt double, which is, um, Tully Blanchard's daughter, uh, Tessa, both wearing in black. When the fact is, neither... Uh, neither, let's see, Thea Trinidad was in red, and, and, uh, they had both the actress and, uh, Tully's daughter in black, which in fact was not exactly true. So, in fact, A.G. Lee, who had Tamina and her corner, were where she was wearing her shirt, and she had pink and black Boy shorts, I think. I guess you want to say. No, wait, that sounds like underwear. She had booty shorts, or whatever you want to call it. And um, Tamina was there, and she had wore an AJ t-shirt, and she was in her jacket. And as for Paige, she had a black and purple ring gear. And that was very much upsetting to me. Uh, they did not match to what 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 happened on that night on Raw uh, when she debuted on there. But yeah, that really was bad. 
how somebody would, and especially because the writer of the, sh of the, um, for the movie, who also directed it, uh, Stephen Merch had zero idea about this. I'm sure of it. I'm like you, you're like you're writing about pro wrestling, and you forget to research things like what Paige wears, what AJ Lee was wearing, and where you're gonna find casting uh, somebody to play Tamina. I'm like, you could have waited. You could have had uh, Nia Jax to play her. <laughs> I mean, after all, I mean, if I'm looking this up, Tamina is 43 years old. Old. And, uh, how is Nia Jax? 37 years old. I mean, there you go. You could have somebody to play Tamina and should have been Nia. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, they're part, of, I mean, they're part of this family. I mean, Tamina, uh, and Naya. <laughs> actually, the funny thing, they were actually with tag team partners quite a while, but I don't think they ever had a chance to get the tag titles. I was kind of upset about that. No, yeah, because <laughs> she ended up... Because what happened was, to what happened was, Naya already captured the tag titles, but with Sheena Belzar. <laughs> it's a shock to me. Hey. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Is, I mean, if if Tamina and Naya ever team up again, they sell like cheap girls. You're making your family, the Anoni family, happy. Even though I wish the Usos and Roman were all ch also ch all of them wished. I wish all of them were champions. The only ones who are champion right now is Roman Reigns. Although I would like to have seen him lose the belt to somebody else, and it's not Seth Rollins. <laughs> anyway, right now we're going to another commercial break, but when we return, I guess we'll talk about uh, the prominent member of the Anoni family, Roman <laughs> Reigns. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back from the commercial break. And uh, let's talk about the most re the most uh, valued member of the Anoni family. That is Roman Reigns. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's awkward, right? If you guys don't know, Roman Reigns he is the current Daddy Universal Championship. And then, crazy enough, he's also a dad of five. I was like, sheesh.
But anyway, the f ideal of him, the the weirdest part of him, when he showed up on Daddy Television program, it happened. Um. It actually happened. He debuted actually as part of um, the pay-per-view Survivor Series 2012, and around that time he was with um, were with uh, Seth Rollins and the and formerly Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley. Um. If you guys did not know, um, the original idea of the name of the group, The Shield, were going to be mercenaries for uh, CM Punk, but it backfired. And the reason why was, um, actually... Actually, that didn't happen. Well, here's what I can explain about the story about CM Punk. What's the story behind the shield? And... Who was the one really should have been and... If you guys didn't know, um, when I first saw Roman Reigns, I was like, eh. And it actually, to tell you the truth, it did not make any sense to me of why Roman Reigns was put in. But this is, well, let me read you this, this, because this was mentioned through uh, the Art of Wrestling with Cole Cabana. Uh... It says, it says here, CM Punk later claimed to have coming up with the idea of the shield, which he proposed, which would be his storyline protectors, consisting of Moxley, Rollins, and a third wrestler there would be known as Cassius Ono, oh, which according to what the Wikipedia page, but is actually... The one and only Chris Hero. And it would make a lot more sense than what happened. Because Triple H was the one who rejected it and then decided to replace it with Roman Reigns, which it did not make sense for me. Now, no offense to the whole entire Noni family, but I mean. As I looked through this, um, he used to play, uh, you know, football. Well, and I'm not talking about football, a.k.a. soccer in the United States, but I'm talking about American football, also meaning the national, uh, I mean, college football, to the, um, uh, 
the National Football League, which is part of the United States, and then somehow he landed also the Canadian Football League. Before he was through with with that and ended up he came got ended up signing a contract with WWE had some crazy training um but yeah I I don't and that's why it was so confusing for me now if you guys didn't know oh, that despite I could say that yeah well, it did, it kind of didn't make sense to me because Roman Reigns was the one. But what made sense to me is what CM Punk has had said in the Art of Wrestling podcast. And by the way, go listen to it. It it and listen a lot of times. Um, even though it's what happened with um Cabana. And even though that led them both being sued by somebody, and even though they ended up winning their case, it's because they were being sued, and it was not good. But what happened was, the reason why, a for what punks make sense versus what Triple H threw in, did not make sense to me. Hey. And... Why did I? <laughs> but why did it make sense to me? Why what who Punk wanted, it did, versus what uh, Triple H ended up wanted. Makes sense. The reason why it makes sense of naming Moxley, Rollins, and Hero is well. You you got four guys who had wrestled the independent scene. Mean, um, Moxley and Hero had been had won the CCW World Title, while both Punk, Rollins, and Hero had won the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles. And yeah, yeah, that's what right. <laughs> yeah, because that makes sense. Because, I mean, after all, I mean, Rollins's tag team partner was Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, Punk's tag team partner was Cole Cabana, and of course, Hero's tag team partner was none other than Claudio Castagnoli, aka Cesaro. Oh, oh. Okay, Swiss Tony, aka Mr. OP. <laughs> Believe me, he goes into no, he goes to different aliases. <laughs> and uh, well, and I, I should also mention one other thing. Both, besides that I mentioned that not only because Moxley and Hero had won, had won the CCW uh, world title, oh, and Punk, Rollins, and Hero had won the Ring of Honor world tag team titles, but both Punk 
and Rollins had won the Ring of Honor World World Championship. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, why I mentioned just Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, who was, before he was became known as Seth Rollins, he was known as Tyler Black. Like, if you do end up looking through the Ring of Honor uh, title history, you'll see him under the name Tyler Black. In which I kind of annoyed when I got mad at for calling Tommy and Alistair Black and then when he jumped to AEW he changed it to Malachi Black and not the username name, uh, Tommy End I was like you kidding me this is adding insult to injury to Seth Rollins I mean the man was known as Tyler Black in Ring of Honor <laughs> can somebody please explain to me why? I mean, seriously. But anyway, yep. <sighs> well, at least he's now a happy daddy and a happy married man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes, what I'm just saying in defense. And it was the weirdest choice because Triple H is a complete numbskull. Well, when uh, CM Punk had someone to bring three guys who known the independent scene, and but then let's throw a curveball, get rid of Chris Hero, and let's just throw in Roman Reigns. Really? Everybody would understand about the. Out four guys who wrestled in the independent scene, who had wrestled in CCW and Ring of Honor. <laughs> Jeez. But anyway, this is all about Roman Reigns. So, despite of what happened when he debuted in part of as part of the Shield, it was like, yeah, he didn't speak much, but he had a crazy strength. But then that prompted him to becoming going solo. Oh, where he uh, which now he is the current and uh, the Universal Championship. Now, of course, he's now take. Of course, he has. Um, he's being managed by, um, I think he's currently being managed by Paul Heyman, but he's probably going to, he has two people, two rust, two, not two people, two guys who he's going to be feuding against, and that is, um, is, uh, one of them being his former tag partner or you know remember uh you know Seth Rollins the other person is well well the man who he the man and who he replaced is is uh for a genie 
In other words, I'm talking about Claudia Castanelli and Casey Cesaro. If you guys don't know, Claudio Castanelli had a lot of some wrestlers to train them. One of them being Chris Hero. <laughs> you learn from other wrestlers. It's there's the first person actually, I think the first wrestler who trained Claudio um was um was uh Sig Master Rappo. Oh. And then he learned stuff from Dave Taylor, then Chris Hero and Mike Quackenbush. And then of course there were other wrestlers he also learned, especially Skyda. Quinn's uh, Wikipedia page. I'm not 100% sure. But I know that Chris had talked much about uh, Claudio in, um, in Coco Bano's Art of Wrestling podcast, which is crazy enough to say. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so it's crazy enough that Roman Reigns is, in fact, um, going up against. And some wrestlers, two wrestlers who had wrestled in the independent scene, had ended up kicking, had also wrestled in Ring of Honor and other wrestling promotions and companies. But, uh, you know, you have, you have Claudio Castanoli, the man who likes to do the Big swing, of course, not without the, um, <laughs> how do I say this? <laughs> I know he does the giant swing, but it's actually, Where would I find this? He, even though he does the giant swing. Um, of course, some other things, but. You could say there's only one thing Claudio would do, because he'll do it with, but there's one person I know who we do it with. But anyway, so, I think, of course, Seth Rollins, you know, Seth Rollins, <laughs> but, you know, I have no offense with uh, Roman Reigns. I mean, he is a good man, but he's, I mean, you know, he, he you know, he's the current Universal Championship, and he's probably going to be dealing with a lot of stuff. Now, I know that uh, he has been dealing with um, I mean, right now he's probably maybe kind of concerned what's going on with his uh, his cousin uh, Jimmy Uso 
because if you guys didn't know, Jimmy has been uh, somehow involved with uh, with Rowan Reigns for some reason. And it was very weird in a way. But he also had Paul Heyman as his manager. <laughs> Which it's so weird seeing how many people he and seeing how many wrestlers that Paul Heyman's been managing, and he still goes back to to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I'm like, anytime you see, anytime you see Paul Heyman managing somebody else, you're gonna end up seeing. Him managing Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the only reason why I'm laughing is because I'm doing because I'm doing my Paul Heyman impersonation when he says when he speaks about Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Even though he's managing Roman Reigns. And, and it's kind of crazy, but apparently... And Even though I felt so weird about this happening, but tell you the truth that... Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeesh. It was weird, just what I read. Um. But, you know, I, I, listen, I mean, I have no offense of an issue with, um. Listen, I have no issue with Roman Reigns. I mean, he's gone through a lot. Uh, and the reason why I'm seeing this, despite I'm kind of somewhat annoyed with what's going on with Daddy and their playing games, because apparently everybody really wants to see... Um, wants to see... Uh, somebody else to have the universe title. And everybody would agree with me that it should be going to Claudio Castanoli. But understand, and there are a lot of things that happen. And despite of what happened, I mean, there were a lot of things that happened, especially with uh, Roman Reigns when it when I heard he was battling uh, leukemia. Now, don't get me wrong, but you know, it made me felt so sad when that happened for him.
I mean, it was crazy enough that what happened to him. And, you know, it was, it was really, when I heard about this, and then, of course, the, it was crazy enough to hear about this. Of course, last year when um, the pandemic hit, he was, um, he had to, he had to stay home um, to protect himself of from being sick, which, you know, he did. And it's crazy enough as it is. So, but anyway, so my thoughts about him is, you know, no offense to him or any of his fans, but, you know, I feel like he needs to have a title up. I mean, he needs to drop the title and maybe, you know, let somebody else have the title run. Maybe then he'll get he can get it back, you know. To and it's and if there's somebody who I want to see it, it I mean not Seth Rollins, but I do want to see it happen. It's just Cesaro. I mean, I'm def- and the reason why I'm saying this is because I am defending somebody that is Claudio Castagnoli, who I really kind of a joy. I mean, you know, so, no offense and what it is, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, before we go, we're going to go to one more commercial, and then um, I guess we can talk about my final thoughts. Okay, time for a promo run-through, and also my final thoughts. So, if you guys want to hear more of my podcast episodes already happened, the first six, I mean, it's been weird, but... Please forgive me. If you guys want to check me out on all my socials and that deals with wrestling and non-wrestling stuff, make sure to follow me um, at uh, Miss Lindsay Star. That's M-S-L-I-N-D-S-I-E-S-T-A-R-R. Also, make sure to follow me also on another Twitter account, which mostly I'm trying to post gaming stuff. That is uh, Lindsay underscore star. That is L-I-N-D-S-I-E underscore S-T-A-R-R. Which is also the same for my Instagram account. Um, And if you also want to follow me on... You can also subscribe to me on my YouTube channels. Uh, Lindsay Rogers, Lindsay Star, and of course, the name of the sake of this podcast um, that is the wrestling fan, the pro the uh, the wrestling fan vlog. I'll make sure to search on Google uh, Lindsay Star or 
Lindsay Rogers. For Lindsay Rogers is L I N D S I E R O D G E R S. For that's for I post vlogs uh, and other videos that have nothing to deal with wrestling or gaming. For my gaming stuff, that is. Lindsay Star, that's L-I-N-D-S-I-E-S-T-A-R-R. -R. And as for uh, the wrestling fan, and of course for all the wrestling, make sure to look for the wrestling fan blog. Uh, that is T-H-E-W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. E F A N V L O G. Also, if you guys want to show of support for me, uh, if through if you want to send money through me through Cash App, uh, make sure you can. And by by um my Cash App uh is. Is uh, Lindsay Rogers. That's a dollar sign. L I N D S I E R O D G E R S. Um, and if you want to sign up for it, it um, it if you don't have Cash App, in order you can get the fifteen dollars. Make sure you use my code. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez, where is it? Um, if you guys want to, uh, if, if you already have, if you want to download the app, search for Catch app, um, <laughs> uh, use my code, uh, M this, their own capital letters is M-R-C-C-C-J-L, or cash.app. Slash ab slash uh, capital M R C C C J L. They're all capital letters, and you'll get at least I believe fifteen dollars according to what the app said. But when I look at the link, it says five dollars. Awkward. So, but I mean, I'm looking to it and it says invite friends get fifteen dollars. So there you go. And if you can, um, it's a great way because I want to get their cash card. Alright. And so, yeah. Anyway, so that's much about the promos and now for my final thoughts. So, my thought is this whole entire situation about tonight's episode... Diddy's episode is all about the Anoni family or Anoni family and mostly of um, Jimmy Uso and Naomi and for what I'm just saying is it's not a good idea to bully anybody and it's the matter of fact is it would make you very much pathetic like, and even if they have to, like, deactivate their their uh, social media, let them be. 
But this is not okay for them to be a complete uh, awful person just because you're upset with somebody who has nothing much to do with with their spouse's issues. So, what I'm just saying is, in defense, if you guys are going to be upset about Naomi, then ask yourself, why? Why do you want to be upset with her when she has nothing to do with her husband's actions? Sure enough, I'm just saying, he needs to get help. Oh. Even despite he's with his cousin and even his brother, I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Even though I think maybe, um, I think Jay should fill in for his brother while he gets help. Anyway, but, and as for Rowan Reigns, I mean, no offense. I mean, he's a good man. Good wrestler, but maybe it's time for somebody else to have that title. And I'm not talking Seth Rollins. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. I will hopefully I will see you guys n- next time. Until then, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>